Awesome. Brilliant. Let me just meet everyone. Yes. Brilliant. Thank you again for joining us on the foyer. Uh, I'm sure we're all enjoying the lovely views of the, the snow outside. Um, but yes, yeah, good to be warm inside and be able to talk together. Uh, but thank you, Trevor, for today's sermon. Uh, definitely a big reflection for us as we kind of think about the future and what church looks like and what Sabbath looks like when we come back. I think it's definitely a challenging sermon, definitely the cultural busyness that we have here in the UK. So it'd be good to just ask you a few questions, uh, pick your brain on a few things and then um, kind of, yeah, allow everyone else to ask you questions and hopefully have some reflections on that. So I just have three questions for you, um, which I just want to ask. So the first question I want to ask you is, um, you spoke about if we're going to grow in our faith, we need time to stop. Um, do you have any practical tips for people who struggle to, to stop? Yeah, thanks, Denzel. Uh, it's maybe just worth saying, actually, um, before we get into this, that uh, we, we've looked at Sabbath today, uh, and then we're going to look at the discipline of solitude next week. So there's, there's a degree to which these things might kind of uh, merge into each other uh, a little bit. But um I had a few thoughts about that question, Denzel, when you, you, you posed it to me. I, I, I or just to say at the outset, we, we shouldn't expect this to come easily. Um, I, I think if we live with intense busyness, to begin to slow down and uh, to, to, to begin to, to, to move away from that, it might feel scary. It might feel um, initially challenging uh, and difficult so maybe just expect that and work through that. Probably the best bit of advice uh, I think I've read uh, on this issue is something I came across in this book. This is a, a book called Secret Rhythms, which I really recommend by a lady called Ruth Haley Barton, um, arranging our lives for, for spiritual transformation. One of the things she says on this subject is... Um, she says, just try and fall in love with Sunday. That seems simple. Just, just fall in love with Sunday. But it gets you into that sort of Jewish mindset we were talking about earlier. Just, just receive this as like a completely different sort of time uh, and way of, 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 of living. Um, I think the other things which, which I have found helpful as well is um, maybe sometimes... I think it's almost harder to wind down from having been been really busy. Uh, and I've almost found it easier, I think, in terms of my own walk with God to carve time out in the morning before the business of the day begins. Once I'm in the business, it's harder to slow down. Yeah. If I can kind of fend off the beginning of the busyness, um, I, I, I find that easier. So. One of my sort of little spiritual rules, um, which uh, I, I've, I've heard from someone else, but I've adopted is, is um, Bible before phone. So in the morning when I get up, um, I'm not going to turn on my phone or I don't turn on my phone or any other device until I've read my Bible and I've prayed. Because actually once my phone is on, uh, once the devices are on, that's it, actually. Do you know what I mean? The days I've been running, um, and it's not just 
you, you turn on the phone and you've got demands coming at you. You've got people's messages. You've got the news. <laughs> One of the first things I do when I switch yeah. on my phone is you've got the news. The news is stressful uh, a lot of the time. And once all these things are, are piling in, it's, it, it's difficult, isn't it, to sort of cultivate the, um, uh, the, the, the stillness. And, and I just think habit is really important. The power of habit in, in sort of building stuff like that into our, our routine um, I know other people, um, one of them on this call, uh, and they've told me that they never look at email on a Sunday. Uh, and that's another way that they, they carve uh, the day out. And maybe the other thing is physically removing ourselves sometimes from, from places which are stressful where we work. I mean, that's hard at the minute because a lot of us have to work at home. Yeah. But um, maybe go for a walk. Uh, and, and, and just go and leave other stuff and, and other devices behind you and, and just get some um, get some some distance. Yeah. So uh, those are a few things we've we found helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Trevor. That's yeah, some real practical tips to help us. Um, second question that I had for you, Trevor, was um, what are the dangers? What dangers do you think occurs if we don't take Sabbath seriously as a church? I think, again, I was, I was reflecting on this this morning because you, you sent the questions through a little earlier, Denzel. I just think this is back to the issue of what are our values uh, and what are our priorities and what matters most to us. So we've talked before uh, about uh, the opening verses of Romans 12, you know, that call to true and proper worship. And that means being not being conformed to the pattern of the world. And I quite often think that when we think of worldly vices, you know, we think of the stereotypical sins, you know, the ones to do with sex and alcohol and, and all that stuff. But there is other, there are other things we need to consider. If, if we live in a world which is addicted to buying and selling, and if we live in a world which has turned work into idolatry and how people measure their worth, and like how, how long hours people work is a, is a badge of honor or almost like a, a way of thinking people are morally upright. Um, you know, are, are we going to collude with that or are we going to say, no, we, we have different values uh, and we live in a different way? I, I think there's something about our discipleship being, we're just going to be defiant against the world and how the world measures people. And we're going to live in a different way. And, and I do think as well, it's about our spiritual health. And this is about rhythms which God, who is our creator, and he knows us and he loves us. Um, and he knows what's best for us. And he said, have one day in seven to rest. Mm -hmm. and, and we've got to hear that. Uh, and, you know, just he's given us this. And if we fail to rest and if we fail to stop, um, there will be a cost. And, and we won't go as deep with him uh, as we could. We, we won't fall in love with him and be deep in relationship with him like we could, and we'll burn out. Yeah. Um, so not nice to have this stuff. It's critical. It's, it's, it's sort of critical stuff, really, for our, 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 our health. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Trevor. And the last question I had was more on some of the reflections you gave. But, yeah, you gave some are some helpful questions for us to look at regarding our church culture. Uh, one of the questions was, do, do we need two services every Sunday? Would we be better to have one service uh, and time spent eating together, walking together, getting to know each other, 
and deepening our relationships. Could you talk uh, a bit more about this? Yeah, I, I, I think this is really important. Uh, and I think it's just worth raising. Uh, now, I, you know, I, as I said in my sermon, I, I've had a number of chats with people during lockdown where this has come up, this issue of Sunday and how Sunday used to be so busy. I was running around, I was, I was doing so much stuff and I am resting more. Uh, and it does feel uh, different. And it's important, isn't it? I mean, there are lots of questions when we return, when some kind of normality returns, are we just going to pick up where we left off? I mean, it would be madness in some ways just to think, okay, let's go back to doing everything the way we did it before. Are, are we going to be changed? Uh, and I mean, I think there probably are going to be some of us for whom my senses, having laid laid stuff down, we will not feel like we want to pick up everything as it was before, the, the, you know, because something in us uh, will, will have changed. Yeah. I just think as well, the stuff here around Pierce of Life, and uh, I've got an old friend who says that um, a lot of churches would be better off with one sermon a month properly digested. That's an interesting thought. Um, and I certainly think maybe just one sermon a Sunday properly digested. But I, I wonder how many churches just get indigestion because we cram our programs full and we have lots and lots of material. I look back at churches I've been in where you have like a morning teaching program and an evening teaching program. Why, why do you need two sermon series at one go? You can't process that. You can't take all of that on board. It's far better maybe just to do a bit less, but, but to properly reflect on it. And, and I think time to have relationships with each other and deepen and have meals and go for walks. Em and I were talking this morning about how when we were first married, we were in a church that didn't have evening services, but um, we always had lunch with somebody from church. And very often you went to church and you had no idea either where you would end up at lunch or who you'd have back at lunch. You just you just prepared lots of food and you thought, we'll see who we'd fall into conversation with the church and we'll invite them back. And, and they'll have lunch with us and spend the afternoon. It's a different way of doing church. But it was, it was brilliant for, for doing um, relationship and, and, and going deeper. And uh, I, I wonder sometimes what is more life-giving and what is more Sabbath-like when I, I, I sort of think about the way of, that we were looking at Sabbath this morning. So yeah. I just think it's worth putting out there as, as you reflect on. Absolutely. I think I think it will be good for us to continue to reflect on these things and and pray about it uh, in terms of what, what what Sabbath looks like when we come back together, hopefully soon. Um, so I'm going to open up the floor for anyone who has any questions or reflections for Trevor. Uh, feel free just to wave or unmute yourself uh, and yeah, share any of your reflections or questions. So anyone with questions, reflections? Jacqueline. Yeah, if you unmute yourself, that'd be great. There we go. Um, when Sun Sunday sh shops started opening on Sundays, I remember us thinking that it would be a shame for every day to be the same, mm -hmm. especially for people who live near shops and so on. But on the flip side of this, we're talking about ourselves and other people, about people at church who go to church, but we've got a couple of friends 
for whom Sunday is a terrible day. They're so lonely because they don't have the routine of going to church mm. on Sundays. And maybe you were talking about actually meeting up with other people from church. Maybe we should use Sundays for connecting with them and we can do that again. Yeah, I, I no, I hear what you're saying. Absolutely, Jacqueline. Yeah, and I, I think, um, yeah, and clearly connection comes in lots of different forms. I, 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 yeah, I think both worshipping together, but hospitality, I, I do think eating together and so on is... Is, is crucial as well yeah and and you're right yeah isolation i mean isolation has been one of the most terrible costs isn't it that we've we're all bearing uh during this yeah and, and i think but making room for each other isn't it it's about making space for each other and, and welcoming each other into in into our lives yeah um I think so. I mean, this is it. Maybe this is another part of what Mark Sunday at the minute. I pick up the phone. I, I, I consciously seek to use part of this day to contact somebody else and, and speak with them or walk with them. Yeah. yeah. Well, these are people who were not part of a church fellowship, and so yeah. they're obviously missing out. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we we could use our Sundays, like you say, Trevor, mm -hmm. to, to be in touch with people like that and to. To help them get through Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Thank you. Can Don. I Don's hand. Yeah. Good morning. Um, just a, a rather provocative thought, Trevor, uh, or a question that you yeah. might like to, to answer. Um, for most people in work, they have two days off a week. Mm. And yet within the church community, we very often only give those in full-time employment in the church one day off a week. Yeah. Um, is this reconcilable? <laughs> you know, it's hard. Yeah, I, I, I think you're raising, you raise really important issues, Don. Um, I mean, I, I generally take... Friday afternoons off, or I try to take Friday afternoons and Saturdays yeah. off as well, um, which is interesting as, as well. I mean, it, part of the Jewish idea of Sabbath is that it starts in the evening, doesn't it? That's an interesting thought as well. Um, mm. But I think you're right. I mean, I, I, I think uh, uh, I, I, there, there are lots of issues. I mean, within uh, ministry, there, there are huge pressures i mean a lot of ministers i know uh, and i feel myself to be in a similar position at times uh, are under an awful lot of pressure and, and and work long hours and probably unhealthily long hours because of the demands that they face so i i mean i felt a ruefulness uh myself sort of talking about some of these issues this morning because i i battle with just so many demands but Right, yeah, the, the, there is just a general, I think there's a culture of excessive busyness in, in many churches. I know people have probably heard me say this before, but my old college principal used to say that um, activism was is the great strength of evangelical churches and their besetting sin. Uh, and and I, I think there's a lot, a lot to be said for that. Yeah, yeah. So now we need to hear it, Don. Thank you. <laughs> provocation but it's it's healthy provocation um thank you yeah 
Awesome. Any other questions, reflections? Simon. Simon. Um, yeah, I've got I've just got a couple of reflections. Um, Trevor was saying about Bible before phone. I think that's a great idea. Um, I always remembered, um, I think it was R.T. Kendall saying something along the lines that Martin Luther used to say, I've got such a busy day ahead. I'm going to pray for three hours this morning, not for, yeah. and not for one. And the principle being that God would be in your day, that that busyness would he would help you through it rather than just going diving straight into that busyness, so to speak. And that's um, something I found really helpful because, yeah, I mean, since I've started doing things in the morning first, putting God first in the morning, I mean, sometimes it's harder than, you know, some days are a lot harder than others. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a principle worth thinking about. And the other thing is um, I was just thinking about what you're saying about Sundays when we go back. I think it is really important for us to, um openly and corporately discuss this and think about our sabbaths because the way i look at it lockdown has gone on for so long now and you know we haven't mm. been in church um since february of last year or march of last year or whenever it was and it's almost like when we go back it's almost like the early church we're starting afresh we've got mm. a blank canvas almost and we don't have to do anything as we used to or we can do I mean, I'm not saying we don't do this or we don't do that. I'm saying we should mm. openly discuss it. It's not like yeah. we're going to change everything and everyone's going to get upset. It's like, let's have an open conversation about it because I, for one, have rediscovered my Sabbath, you know, and even though I can go to the prayer meeting at 9.30, have church and then the foyer, it still feels a lot more Sabbath-like, more, you know, my day feels a lot less stressed than... It used to be going to church, like I say, and then having to be back for five o'clock to do the evening service or whatever, or, you know, that, yeah, I think we do need to reflect on what Sabbath yeah. means to us as a corporate church. Oh, and I think, I think prayer is an important part of that, though. Oh, absolutely. Corporate, corporate prayer, we need to investigate and think about. Yeah, and, and relationship, yeah, and I, I, and I, and I think... Yeah relationship like so I, I just find that lauren winner the the quote from lauren winner uh where she says sabbath is it's a thing of of unbelievable beauty or a meditation of beauty it's it's fascinating I remember hearing a story once about uh, a jewish rabbi uh, and this was told to me by another baptist minister who, who, who knew this rabbi jewish rabbi who was a chain smoker and he never smoked on the sabbath uh, and he said all of his cravings for nicotine disappeared on the Sabbath. I mean, that's incredible. But that is a Jewish idea of Sabbath. It really is completely different time. It, it, it is time unlike the other six days. It, it, it just, everything stops and, and the world is different. I mean, what an incredible, an incredible thought. Um, and, and like I said, just, just feels a long distance sometimes from our Sunday. I, d I don't know if we've got that sense of, of joy maybe or, or or just delight and i think it's god's gift to us It'd be wonderful mm. wouldn't it to, to have that absolutely. view yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely any last reflections question before we move into our breakout rooms i think brian reeves brian. you have to unmute your <laughs> yeah you have to unmute your <laughs> it's still unmuted uh, brian 
yeah, it's still muted. I've got it now. I'll give it a go. Thanks, yeah. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my thought was very much on the line that um, in the days when the Lord walked the earth, there wasn't electricity, there wasn't uh, sort yeah. of all-round services and things like that. Um, and today our society is built around a number of things that are continuous, like um, people who have to work in the hospitals or people who have to work in the prisons, people who have to work in, in all... Um, uh, it, it, you know, we've got the electricity in order to see this each other on the Zoom. Mm. And, and we turned the light on. And I mean, in the days of yore, I can remember a, a speaker who walked from Westminster to Thornton Heath to take the service in the evening because he didn't want to go by public transport on a Sunday. Wow. Um, it, it's, it's a different world now, isn't it? It is, and, and I think... I think it is harder. I don't know about anybody else. I mean, I find, uh, I mean, even on our phones, we, we mentioned my phones a couple of times, these devices, you know, I have, there are different messaging apps. And so, I mean, actually, actually creating a, getting any form of detachment, if people want to get hold of you, they have so many different ways and, and, and yes. angles, don't they? And, and I think even... I mean, even things like news cycles uh, and so on, it, it, it used to be, the, like I say, the news can be quite stressful. We probably remember a time when, you know, we heard the news in the morning and then we went to work and we might have watched the news again in the evening or maybe at 10 o'clock before we went to bed. Now the news is constant. It's at me all the time. There are, there are news breaks. There's breaking news and it breaks in at any possible time. And I think, all of that just ratchets things up, doesn't it? It 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 it, it creates something quite sort of uh, all-encompassing, which which is probably stressing us more than we we even realise. Yeah, yeah. And, and two things going on at once all the time. If you yeah yeah driving the car, you have the radio on. If you're walking down the road, you're still looking at a telephone or the people. Yeah. And it's part then about being yeah. We're not present to God and we're not present to each other so often, yeah, because we have all these mm. hitting things, yeah. Mm. yeah, absolutely. So, I, I, I think Jane, Jane's hand, yes, yeah, unmute myself. I just wanted to say thank you, Trevor, because again, you've, you've really helped me highlight something about our cultural existence mm. and, and just made me really think about how much of what we do and what we assume is a kind of cultural thing and we do it almost automatically. Mm -hmm. so Sundays are supposed to be like this and the rest of the week and just actually challenge what Sabbath means. And it's been really helpful. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Jim. Just to kind of highlight our cultural habits, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Any last burning words before we go to our breakup? Brian. Brian. Good morning, everybody. Um, about the uh, phones and things, etc. Perhaps we should learn from younger people. Uh, Ed Sheeran, the the good pop singer, uh, very successful guy. He he got to the point what Trevor just said, where it's at him all the time, and he just told his fans, "I'm switching off my social media. I'm turning off my phone, and I'm doing it for three months, and that's it." 
and he yes. did. And when he come back, he come back in a much smaller way, electronically. And um, yeah, he said I was so much better for it. Yeah. That um, yeah, he said I got into reading some books and reading newspapers and being with my friends, and it got my time back. Yeah. You know, and I think it's so important. I've got this very quick poem here. It's from. Um, original poetry by scripture sounds 2018 the week begins work family friends another day some work some play the week continues chores and menus hard times or easy we're busy busy calendars and clocks tick marks tick tocks but now the day of rest is almost upon us what blessedness i'm finally home Shalom, Sabbath is here. Wow, yeah, beautiful. And I think that's, yeah. you know, that's perhaps what we should be looking at, that it's good to be at home. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and what you say, Brian, the Ed Sheeran's, I mean, that stuff is really important. Um, if anybody wants to look it up, just, just some of the Ed Sheeran, there's a, a fascinating story within the, the Guardian last weekend by one of their journalists, a guy called Raphael Baer, um, political journalist. He had a heart attack on New Year's Day last year at the age of 45, nearly killed him, very lucky to survive. And he basically talks about how he, he was this journalist living in this world of Brexit. He was living it 24 seven all the time. Uh, and he, he said the stress was, had just become toxic in his life. And, and, mm. and you know, he, he kind of says, well, my heart attack nearly killed me, but actually just, mm. actually all this news and, and, and living in this cycle was, was killing me. So but that, that poem is beautiful as well, Brian. Might be worth <laughs> sending that right, right, as well. What, I mean, that image of I'm home, mm. home, that's, that's yeah. beautiful. Absolutely. Be good to go in insight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for, for what we heard this morning, it reminded bit Viv and I, I'm sure of a lot of other people, of how Sunday used to be when we were kids. Yeah. You know, the shops weren't open and uh, all, all you could buy was perishable foods on a Sunday. You could buy a bottle of milk, anything that went wrong because we didn't have fridges. But um, so some shop, shopkeepers were a bit devious. They'd wrap it up in a bit of paper to say that they wouldn't get reported. But we weren't allowed out on our skates or our scooters. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a day where uh, we got sent to Sunday school because their mum and dad could have 10 minutes for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and why not? You Absolutely. Know, that, that's how it was. Yeah. And uh, it was a day of rest and a day where mum and dad could actually have some time together without the kids around. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. It is going to be hard, though, because we have to be so anti-cultural. I mean thinking about what Don said, etc. I remember when I started work in 1986, I used to go to the cupboard, pick up a job, do it until I was finished, go to the cupboard to the next one. There was no email. Clients hardly mm. ever rang up. Everything was done by post. Mm. And life was a joy. And then suddenly the, the, the internet arrived and everything has to be instant and we have to work. You know, And every conference we'd go to, how can we take advantage of this? How can we take... It's all about 
been ahead of everyone else and it just encouraged more and more work and you know it's just it really now it's it is more difficult I think we have to be really anti-cultural and, and think about how we can carve out that Sabbath. Perhaps you'll have to become a Hamish accountant. <laughs> <laughs> well funny enough Trevor will know this and I mean, Kathleen obviously that God spoke to me one day in the shower and asked me to work a four-day week and the fifth day was to think about other stuff like international needs or church or whatever and that kind of went when lockdown started because every day became like another and I couldn't take a day off to go out with Kathleen or whatever so I'd, I do need to relook at that because God specifically told me to have a four-day week mm. and I've lost that so yeah mm. this has reminded me actually I need sell to look house, at that again sell the car and get a wholesome track <laughs> yeah. just slow down <laughs> Mike can show you how to look after the horse. Awesome. That's right, just, think, yeah, I was just going to say that. I could help. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, on, on the subject of horses, my. Uh, uh, no, I, I won't tell that one now. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it was a relative uh, of mine, a cousin in North Yorkshire, who was a farmer. 468 as big farmer and uh, he was a, um, a circuit steward for the Methodist Church uh, in North Yorkshire a good man for for the Lord uh, but he um, he downsized he's been dead 20 years but he, he wouldn't do anything on a mm. uh, on a Sunday or do as little as possible the stock would be fed uh, but the, the things like pigs not weren't weren't mucked out but he, um, uh, he was, he was very, he was very careful. Okay, awesome. thank you. Yeah. Awesome. So I think we'll go into our breakout rooms now.